Today's show is brought to you by Hoopsters, the greatest basketball-themed board game ever. Actually, Coach, Hoopsters is sold out worldwide, completely sold out. So we've got a new sponsor tonight. Hmm. Um, oh, oh. Hi, this is Coach, and if there's one thing that we can be sure that every true sports fan loves, it's beautifully designed wallpaper. That's right, Coach. Sports fans love beautifully designed wallpaper, and I'm not talking about those garbage prints at Sherwin-Williams. Hell no! I'm talking about the artfully designed patterns from our friends at Paperbird. Those rule. From geometric and modern to classic and vintage, these are the patterns that will set your walls apart. Plus, it's peel-and-stick wallpaper, so no more fussing with liquidy glues and brushes and stuff. Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to paperbirdhome.com to get yours today. And tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. Okay, we're going to do this in 3, 2, 1, QBMOC. Today we break down the impact of the NFL's mightiest megastars on the playoffs. That's right. We're talking McPherson, Gold, Gay, and Butker. And we break down the conference championship games in an exceedingly medium sort of way. Oh, we will. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday. Because it's Sports Wednesday. It's not Tuesday. Nice, sounding good as always. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right. For example, we know it's football season currently, but we get the details wrong. For example, uh, we're not entirely sure who's playing or if they're any good. If you're cool with that, we're going to have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. B to the M to the O to the C. I have zero f- give tonight. It's going to be one of those shows, so sit down and buckle up and shut up. Oh, no. Hey, it's, we know oh, who's my. good right now. Yeah, we do. Sure, sure. Sometimes, sure. sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me tell you who those voices are. First of all, this guy. This guy. He still keeps his blockbuster video card in his wallet just in case. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend Matt Longley. How are you, coach? Good. Be kind. Rewind. Absolutely. Blockbuster is going to make a comeback. I can feel it. And you're going to be poised. You can be first in line. Oh, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to get the new release. I think there's still, there's still one blockbuster functioning. In Alaska, I believe. Yeah, some something like that. Or, All right, it's like Oregon, Oregon. It's Oregon, Alaska. Yeah, same thing. And of course, uh, that second voice you heard. It doesn't matter how busy he gets in his day, how overwhelmed he is with work. He's at least going to give your text message a thumbs up. It's the maestro, <laughs> Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? I thought you were going to say he's still going to bust your chops. <laughs> I'm doing good. Sounding tight on the live music that sets this show apart. We appreciate that, Maestro. I, I got to apologize to you, Maestro. I, I was listening to last week's show, which I do on occasion, and uh, <laughs> I did not do a good job with your levels last week. For some reason, uh, you were cranked way, way up. And uh, he was I think loud. you texted us, and you're like, I was loud and annoying. And I'm like, yeah, it's weird, because usually you're just annoying, which is oh. you were extra loud and annoying, <laughs> and it really took it to a new level last week. 
We'll do a, we'll do a better job. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> mixing you. Talk to Petey to a more appropriate level. Talk to the intern about that. He's been slacking a little bit. Petey sucks. I think we should fire him. Sorry, did I say that out loud? I'm not even going to tell you what happened in the office today, but oh. it was unholy. Oh, I'm sure it was. No Deuce was loose. Let's just say I was burning incense for like three hours. Oh. All right. Petey. 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 You know what? You know what? Actually, though, takes my heart out of those dark places and brings them to light places. It's our social media feeds. Oh. You can find us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday or on Instagram. Tons on Instagram, Facebook, and oh man, the TikTok is blowing up at Sports Wednesday. Check us out there on the social. Uh, give us a follow. If you give us a follow, then on occasion you'll be like on Thursday and you're lying at the bank and you're like, why am I in line at the bank? Why don't I just do online banking? I guess I'll look at my phone. Oh, look, there's a new Sports Wednesday. Maybe look at this. To it. Yeah. We're all about good. the content. So uh, we're recording on Tuesday night earlier tonight. Just to update you, the Ohio Bobcats returned to their winning ways. Yes. A win over the Northern Illinois Huskies, 74-62. Do you guys watch that game? Um, was that on the I, I did uh, not. ESPN? Uh, was Quattro? that on the Trace? It was, it was on the ESPN Plus. I didn't uh, didn't watch it myself either. I had some family stuff going on. But uh, I'm looking at the game flow meter. <laughs> and there's a point in this game. So Ohio won 74-62. Right. They win 12 points. There's a point that they were up 70 to 42. Ooh. Yikes. But so there's this huge plateau in in the bar graph of their day where they they were up essentially by almost 30 points and then Northern scored about 20. Well, maybe maybe cool. some of the third stringers got in get a little time today. The managers. Possibly. That's probably right. That's probably where they put uh as, yes, I'm actually looking now and seeing names that I don't recognize. <laughs> period. Of there you go. So uh, Ohio's eight-game win streak was snapped against Toledo, and Coach and I were at that game. Coach, you want uh, any quick takes on on your first game at the combo this year? Uh, a couple things. One, um, OU, you need to fill the convo. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the MAC. I'm just. It was a Friday night game. You got to fill the convo. It was That's, pretty full, though. It was pretty full, but I want rafters filled. Let's go to the rafters. It, come on. You don't know how good this team's going to be good for how long. You you, you yeah. need to fill the rafters. And two, um, Toledo's not bad. And no, they, they came out good. they came out guns a-blazing. They and OU took some punches. They gave a, a Herculean effort to try to get back, but Toledo answered everything they did. So it was not to be. It was a fun game, I, though. I, I, I agree. I, like, we were down 12 points, though, and it was like uh, – Look, I'm going to call you out, Ozone. You guys were dead. And that's when you need to dig deep and start going crazy to lift the Bobcats' performance. Like, here's the thing with OU. Like, they're not really a football school or a basketball school yet, but Mm -hmm. I feel like they're in the MAC. They're more on the cusp of becoming a basketball school. And I, I think they could be, but they need to get an identity. And the convo with its ancient looks could be a great place to watch basketball. It just, yeah. It's just missing something. Yeah. Huge wrestling school, though. Huge wrestling school. So it, it is the ultimate expression of sport. Uh, so, yeah, so it was a bummer. <laughs> it was a bummer because uh, Coach and I were trying to figure out, we have not seen a Bobcat loss live. Oh, a long time. Since we think that Akron MAC championship game, which I think was like 20... 20- Fourteen, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Just got something to say about that in the uh, in the rants and corrections later. Okay, okay, okay. All right, good call. 
Good call. All right. Nice job there, Mr. So anyway, glad the Bobcats are back on their winning ways. Enjoy the trip to Athens, as always. Uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Coach, we saw you. Uh, you cracked something early. I saw the can, but I couldn't make it out. Yeah, I'm drinking a North uh, North High. It's uh, Pale Ale. It's the High Five. Oh, that's nice. High Five. That's fancy. I'm treating you myself. You out of hams? I'm out of hams, yeah, so I got to go to something fancy. Gotcha. Are gotcha. you off your, about- off your Canadian lagers? Yeah, I finished those finally. <laughs> So now I'm on whatever's left, and this is a fancy uh, pail. High five. Maestro, High five what are you drinking? Got a Modelo tonight. I, you know, I picked up a 12 or those recently. I'm still working through it, but I, I love this beer. Modelo. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I associate it with you closely in my head. Like, I would never buy it unless I knew you were coming over. Especial. So, all right. That's what uh, what we're drinking. That's uh, social media. Did I remind everyone they still have time to get some merch in time for Valentine's Day? Head to sportswednesday.com. Buy Just do it. They're looking nice. Get yourself a mug. The mugs are dishwasher safe. Yes. Most, that means yeah. they're safe to go in the dishwasher is what that means. All right. Let's I do the show, that. everybody. It's time for Taco Tuesday Takes. Taco Takes. Taco Tuesday. Taco Takes. I'll tell you what, if uh, if anyone starts a show called Sports Tuesday, we can license that song to them. Oh, another money-making venture. It's one of the few Wednesday-themed songs we have that actually references a Tuesday. But sounding good. All right, guys. NFL divisional round. Four really boring games in the NFL this weekend. <laughs> Nobody's talking Not much. about them at all. Nobody's talking about them. Not much surprise. Uh, and, you know, I... My sense was people were, thought they were such snoozers. They're like, let's wait till Wednesday to listen to people talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Where we're perfectly positioned. What do you guys want to talk about divisional round? Let's go to you, coach. Um, I, you know, I watched most of, of – I watched a little bit of all the games, but the one game I can speak most to is the one that is the last one that's in my lasting memory, and that's that, that Bills KC game. And I just can't get that game out of my head. I can't get the last two minutes out of my head. Um, it, it's it's going to be very hard in, in any way, shape, or form for a football game to match the intensity and the ab- just absolute top-level quarterback play. I'm not saying defense, but quarterback play that was done in those two minutes. I also can't imagine if I was a Kansas City fan or a Buffalo Bills fan, what they went through in that two minutes. That must have been excruciating. I I, I got to enjoy it from the outside looking in, and yeah. it was yeah. pure enjoyment. Um, but the one thing I want to take away from it is like I don't think anything after this can come even close. Like I feel like everything else is going to be anticlimactic. Nothing yeah. can top what, what I just watched. It tends to happen in the NFL, though. The playoff games I know. are better than the Super Bowl. Uh, do you think, Coach, those are the two best teams in the NFL? Not even – I don't even think it's – the Rams' defense is close, but those two de- offenses that we're playing against each other are elite offenses right now. This year, I'm going to say right now they are peaking. Yeah. Those were the two Which best teams It's interesting so because Kansas City's they're, you know, they're, they've had some some injured running backs all season, and I don't, I, I don't even know who the running back is for Buffalo. So They have a guy named Singletary. Yeah. Um, and he played a great game too, but he also Aaron catches pass. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like they don't have like, that's where those, no. both of those offenses could be even more elite if they had like a star running back. Could you imagine? You no. wouldn't know what was coming. You'd be like freaking yeah, they, out every play. 
but they're just they have an they had an answer for everything. I will say that, and and look, neither of their defenses are slouches of defenses, but man, they were gassed oh, by the end of that game. Done, you know. And uh, if I was a Buffalo fan, and by the way, I think Maestro, uh, I was listening to last week's show, and you referenced someone throwing dildos at the refs. The, the dildos were actually th- thrown in the Bills playoff game. <laughs> Never changed Bills Mafia. Uh, but I'd him. feel like I, I, I almost wouldn't feel bad about that loss. I'd be like, you know, we literally gave it everything, you know. Yeah, and I, and the I know the uh, the the overtime rules are coming into play there too. I know there's been a lot of talk about that from that game. Yeah, the the rule. I I do like the fact of just. I feel like both teams should have a chance to try to to answer whatever the other team, regardless of a touchdown or a field goal. I just is feel like reason, the other team is there should. Reason have a that it's not like the the college. Overtime? Well, I don't think they want to do it 25 yards in. I think that if you put two um, professional offenses, it, you, they'd always kick a field. They'd at least always get a field goal. So my solu- I think the solution really should be the first 10 minutes. They should play 10 minutes, the, whoever has the most points after that. Then the second 10 minutes is the, the old rules. You flip a coin again, and then if a person – then there's a winner. I don't know. So I heard some folks saying that they felt like Buffalo's coach should have squibbed that kickoff, try to burn some of those 13 Mm -hmm. seconds. I don't agree with that. Okay, tell me why you don't. Because if you squib a kickoff and they get the ball starting at the 35 or 40, it's like you've just taken away one of the amazing passes they need to make to get into field goal range, you know? True. I think what what they were thinking – was instead of the the squib kick would have been interesting because if you squib it and it makes any contact, the clock would have started. So you could have erased seven or eight minutes, not sorry, minutes, seconds. Wow. From, that's a long time. <laughs> seven or eight seconds from the clock. If that, not even that, maybe five seconds. I yeah. think they were thinking they wanted to want a shallow kick that maybe he downs at the five. So now he's mm-hmm. got to go an extra 20 yards even if he calls for a fair catch and downs it, he's still. Um, yeah. They, it, it. I don't know. It. And I. Th- I think they were. He, they were thinking that would have been at least three or four seconds, which would have been made it even. It's more still impossible. less time. It's. It's yeah. one less play almost. But I mean, hey, Bills. Travis Kelsey is the best player. Yeah. They. They rushed five or six when they knew. Lots of the like Tony Romo said this. Why are you rushing four or five guys? When you know that Mahomes has to throw it in milliseconds, you're not going to sack him. Just yeah. rush two guys and have nine guys back in in pass yeah. defense. Yeah. I don't know. It's easy for us to sit back. Yeah, that was definitely probably the the premier game of the four. But I got to say, all four games were amazing, were awesome. I, the two games I watched were the uh, the Cincinnati game and um and the san francisco or i'm sorry the the rams buccaneers games those are the only two games that i got to see and my my takeaway at least my key moment because that that la uh, buccaneers game was crazy too because they were way up the rams were way up yep. in the second half and you're like there's no way just like we've said a million times before with with uh brady there's no way he's coming back and he didn't have any mojo it just you weren't feeling it and then Hell, if it he they didn't come back, it was crazy. No, 
And uh, but my key takeaway from that game, and I was so excited, was that LA went for it. They had 40 seconds left. The game was tied. Yeah, they could have easily that. just taken the knee. And and um, you know Stafford did that weird run, burned up a bunch of time. They had to burn their last timeout. And I was like, shit, they're just gonna st- they're just gonna sit on it. And man, two plays down to the middle to a cup, and they were in field goal range, and they won. I, like I love sick. I love yeah. It. That 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 was that was exciting. Well, uh, it was it was a weekend of kickers. I think I kept texting saying it's this another Maestro game because Maestro celebrates kickers. But let me say this uh, as a transition into looking at these conference championship games. Cincinnati Bengals, great job, beat Tennessee. Got to get more touchdowns in the red zone, Bengals. Like, I don't know how you've gotten away with it the last two weeks, but I don't think it's Kansas City four field goals is going to cut it. Here's here's the thing about Cincinnati. Um, when they're 40 40- – the forty-yard line in, Jamar Chase is is he's he can score a touchdown without without even thinking twice. Their wide receivers are big play guys, and Jamar Chase is amazing. But you're right; every time they've gotten in the red zone, they're kicking those field goals. It's going to come back to haunt them. They don't have; they need that that one person, at, whether it be a possession receiver or a big tight end that that Joe Burrow can rely on to get the red zone touchdowns and he doesn't have it. Is it Icky Woods? Icky Woods is coming back or, um, or uh, Chris Collinsworth actually is going to suit up next week. All right. So let's look at the conference championship matchups, LA Rams hosting San Francisco Maestro. What do you see? Are we doing our locks? Or are we just saying, uh, we're just talking in a general way. Like, uh, here's what's important about this game. I can't or- tell you, like, I mean, I think LA Rams are our premier team. I think they're better than San Francisco, but I don't know what's going on with San Francisco, but they just keep winning. Like, yeah, they're, they're scrappy. Um, I mean, their defense is, is amazing. It's good. Too. Um, but like, I know you guys trust Garoppolo. I don't, but man, he seems to be getting it done. He so does, I, but I, I would, if I, you know, I would I would still take LA in this. Yeah, this coach. Yeah, I I think they're both pre- really good defenses right now, but I think those are going to negate each other, and the Rams just have more on offense. Jimmy Garoppolo has got a bad thumb, a bad shoulder, and he's not. He can't make the throws to win a game right now. I just don't think he can. So I think Stafford gets the better end of that. So I, I think the Rams are just a better team. On the if you're the Rams, right if if you're looking at them saying our defense was dominant and then we let we let Tampa Bay back into it, were they just gassed or did Tampa Bay figure something out? I I think I think it has. I'm going to flip that and I think it's the Rams' offense. The Rams' offense went completely completely conservative and they had yeah. too many short series. So that Ooh. yeah, that defense was gassed because they have to had to keep coming back out. I think yeah. it's so, that I think it's that problem when you go up, you have a big lead, you're like, oh, right. just not make mistakes, and you sort of tighten up instead of having your foot on the gas. Yeah. But, you know, I think they just yeah, like like Coach said, they got a little conservative, and then they lost yeah. their they lost their mojo a little bit. Yeah, because I looked up, Maestro mentioned that 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 McVeigh was just way too conservative, and I'm going back and looking, I'm like, yeah, they go for the throat, like that's Tom Brady. 28 to three, remember Super Bowl 28 to three, he came all the way back and won. Like no lead is safe. You got to be up 40. <laughs> Let me uh, say this, and this is uh, oddly misplaced joke, but uh, if you see Bruce Arians, the Buccaneers coach, you know, in his post game press conference where he's got his little dude cap on and his glasses and the sound is off, 
you would think he was like an English professor who got in big trouble at his university. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to do that now. Uh, Okay. Then let's flip it to the uh, American Football League, the AFL Championship, as my dad liked to say. He he just could never update to AFC. Why would he? Why would he? Um, Cincinnati, tough, tough road game at Kansas City. They beat them last game of the season. Coach, what do you see in this game? I, I, I'm, I can't speak about Joe Burrow without making a comment. Okay, let's hear it. I'm making the comment. This is for everybody in Cincinnati who, who knows who they are, if they even listen to the show. Um, he's playing divine football right now. I mean, he is really believes everything that leaves his hand is going to make it to his receiver. He... I can't even imagine what he's like in the um, in the huddle right now because I think every single person that gets in the huddle with him will run through a wall and then jump off a cliff and then set themselves on fire for him because I think he's that inspiring for that team. So I don't, I can't say that Kansas City, even though on paper should win this game, the Joe Burrow effect is 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 mind boggling right now. So on paper, Kansas City should win this game because I think they've got the taste from that last game in their mouth. I don't think Pat Mahomes loses twice to the Bengals, but shit, anything could happen. Okay, so uh, Coach's uh, insight is is either Spot Cincinnati up. or Kansas City. <laughs> Pick one side or the other. Game. Yeah, he's, okay, very, that's so, very good. That's I so like coach. that you said divine football, because that's a religious term, kind of like anointed maestro what's your take <laughs> um i i'll be rooting for cincy uh but i i feel like kansas city yeah it's their game to lose um i like i've told a couple people some good friends that aren't you over text um <laughs> what <laughs> what you have more cincinnati, friends cincinnati's gonna have to play the perfect game i think to win and yeah. and they they are capable um mixon's gotta play well the o-line's gotta give burrow a little bit more time um, yeah, but I'm telling you, they will. This will be a close game. I don't know. I honestly don't know that it's what six and a half. I know we're going to talk about lots yep. here in a little bit. It's going to be close, closer than that. So I mean, if I were a betting man, I would bet on Cincy. All right. Well, bet. Let's make you a betting man. Let's make it official locks. with locks. locks of the week. Of the week, Coach. You had a migraine last week, so I did this for you. But what's a lock? Oh, lock is just such a glorious thing. We provide you with something. That if you had your money, your friend's money, heck, your neighbor's money, heck, anybody's money, you would put it all in this giant pile and then you would push it in front of your bookie and say, put it all on these games that I got from these medium sports guys because I feel like these are going to win. That's what a lock is. Absolutely right. And this week we have six points on the board. We're going to pick both games against the spread. That's the AFL and NFC championship games. We're going to pick both games over-unders. And then uh, we have uh, two prop bets, and I gave you guys a collection of prop bets to pick from as well. So it's going to be six total points this week uh, going up on the board. We're going to start with Cincinnati at Kansas City. I'm in third place, so I'm going to go ahead, and I am taking the Bengals and the points, and I'm taking the over, which is 51 in that game. Nice. I'm going to do – actually, no, I'm going to take the over, but I'm going to not do what I just said – Two minutes ago, I'm going with Kansas City. All right, Coach. Okay, so uh, what did what did Maestro do? I'm gonna. 
He took Kansas City in the over. All right, I'm taking Cincy in the under. This is going to be a Not a lot of unders last week, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay, San Francisco at LA Rams. Rams are four-point favorites. Over-under is 47. Uh, BMOC taking the Rams and sticking with the over. Maestro. I'm I'm right in your wheelhouse there. I'm doing the same. I'm going to go go Rams and the over. BMOC switching his to the under. <laughs> Maestro. I mean, coach. All right. I'm going to take. All right. I'm going to take, take Garoppolo. The... Take Garoppolo. I'm taking San Fran in the over. Nice. There we go. Come on. Let's let's make this. I like it. Okay. And our guest picker this week. Oh, by the way, man, we try to get this guy in the show forever. No way. It is. It's uh, the mighty Jack Volker, known also as Cadillac, Sidecar, or Spanner Boy. Here are his picks. He takes Cincinnati in the over, San Francisco, and the under. All right. Mm. Let's go to prop bets here. Uh, Coach, what do you got for prop bets? All right, I'm going to take the uh, Mahomes um, Burrow throw for 600 plus yards. I'm taking the combo on that. That is the easiest one on the board. I, that's one of mine as well. Yes. All right, and what's your other one? And my other one is either Cup or Hill will throw a four a will catch a 50 plus yard touchdown pass. Ooh, nice. All right, so Cooper Cup of the Rams or Tyreek Hill will catch a 50-plus yard touchdown pass. I love Tyreek Hill throwing up the peace sign there. Before the guy – the guy was even ahead of him too. That was beautiful. He's fast. I know, I know. But I think given his problematic history, maybe he was trying to say, I'm not going to (laughs) assault you. Well, are we going to cut this because I was going to say something? Damn it. Maestro, what are your prop bets, buddy? Uh, My prop bets, uh, I'm going to go – Debo Samuel is going to have one receiving TD and one oh, Debo. rushing TD. That guy is fierce. Who? Debo. Love Debo. Debo Samuel. Oh, Debo. Uh, yeah. He, you know, the San Francisco. I think their offense sort of relies on him, and he'll, oh, he it does. Be, right, he is. He will be active. A cog. Uh, my second prop bet is Mahomes will throw three plus TDs, and Kelsey will get a reception, or he'll get seventy-five plus yards at least receiving. That's Ooh, that that one sounds like uh, solid money, too. That's a little bit of complicated one, but I like it. All right. Uh, I am. Uh, I also have the Burrow Mahomes 600 yards prop bet, and I am going with Cooper Cup with the most receiving yards for the weekend. Oh, OK. And then uh, here is what Cadillac had to say. He went with uh, Travis Kels or Chase will have more than 125 yards receiving. So that's an or situation. And then he says, <laughs> I'm going to win big money on an offensive lineman catches a TD pass. <laughs> what? It's on there. It's like a plus yeah, 1200. It's a, it's a okay. thing right now. All the teams are doing I it. I know. So that's, that's decent. Yeah, not a bad one. All right. So those are your locks. Locks of the week. Locks of the week. Now, normally we have more wagering stuff, but uh, the show's getting kind of wagering heavy. We haven't done trivia in a while. I want to continue to celebrate NFL Conference Championship Weekend Excellent. with some trivia. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. I have a little song for it. I want to see if you guys can pick up on it. Ready? Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. 
is, is that the CBS theme? It's the Fox theme. It's the Fox. It's the robot. Nice. Nice job, Maestro. Learning well something done. tough. I learned something. They say that if you keep learning, it'll help keep your brain sharp. <laughs> That's a lie. All right, <laughs> fellas. Uh, I like this because this is bespoke trivia. Normally, we just look up like somebody's quiz. No, I didn't. I went to the record books and wrote this trivia quiz. This is yours. <laughs> Sorry, just a little touch of the COVID. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard BMOC sneeze before. Really? I have never sneezed in my life. No, that's uh, okay. I have 21. What? NFL wow. championship weekend questions. I'm okay. setting the over under right at 10. Okay. Oh, wow. They must be tough. I think you guys can get 10 of these. Okay. You guys are working together. Uh, we are going to run a clock. So I'll be shouting my questions really fast and I want you to answer just as fast. Okay. okay so how much are we getting? Time 11.2 minutes. All right. Here we go. I love 11.2. Okay, right. Scott Bakula in Necessary Roughness. That's right. Here we go. Good job. I got it right. Got number one. All right. Ready? Question number one. Trivia yep. begins now. Go. Trivia. What are the only three teams that have never lost in a conference championship game? Steelers. No. Um, conference championship. Baltimore Ravens. New. No. Oh. Uh, Dallas Cowboys. New. No. San Francisco. New. Oh my God! <laughs> One more guess. Um, Carolina Panthers. No. Damn it! Damn it! How- the answers are the New York Giants, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Houston Texans. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, those okay. aren't even on my radar. What team has the most appearances in the AFC Championship game? Uh, it's got to be the Bills. No. Steelers. Maestro got it. Steelers. Okay. Nice job. What team has the most wins in the AFC Championship game? Oh, Steelers. No. And the AFC Championship? Oh, the Patriots. Correct. Yes. Very good. Steelers also have the most losses. Mm. Sons of bitches. They've been to 16 AFC Championship games, lost eight. Oh, my God. New England has 11 wins there. All right. Who is the AFC Championship trophy named for? Oh, um, Oh, is it Pete Rozelle? Not Pete Rozelle. No, um, I think there's a Columbus connection to this guy. Hunt, Lamar, oh, Hunt. Lamar Hunt. Yes, correct. Yes, nice job, Coach. Thank you. Very good. All right, going over to the NFC. Most appearances in the NFC Championship game. Dallas Cowboys. Oh, it's got to be Dallas or San Francisco. What are you saying? He said Dallas. Dallas is not correct. We get is it San Francisco. San Francisco was correct. All right. That's right. All right. Most wins in the NFC Championship game. Uh, San Francisco has. Mm, Dallas has more Super Bowls. I'm going to say Dallas. That's correct. Okay. So San Francisco has been to 17 NFC Championship games. Dallas has won eight NFC Championship games. Who is the NFC trophy named for? Oh, wow. Um. Is it um is it an old cowboy guy like George Hallis or something like that? It is George Hallis, but he's it's, an old Chicago Bears. Oh, it's Hallis, yeah. I was gonna say it, it's Hallis, but it's it's the Bears. But we're giving you credit for that, guys. You right now have uh four points. All right, we can keep going. Okay. Ready. What team has appeared in both conference championships? Vikings. No. No. Coach. Uh, that would be Oh God. 
They were in NFC and the Seattle. Correct. Yes. I knew you guys would get there. All right. This team has appeared in five consecutive championship games in the 1970s, but only won once. In an AFC championship, we're talking. This is AFC in the 70s? Mm -hmm. Would it be like uh, the Dolphins? Not the Dolphins. No, so AFC, would that be the Kansas City Chiefs? No, I'm going to give you guys a hint. Okay. There's a video game connection. Oh, the Raiders. Oakland Raiders. Mm, Wow, the 70s. That is surprising. True true or false, every NFC team has appeared at least once in the NFC championship game. Including the expansion teams? True or false? Every mm, okay, so the expansion. I think that's false because I don't. Mm, I don't think the Cardinals have. Ah, Maestro, it's, it, you help me out here. NFC. Mm. NFC. I'm gonna say true. That is true. Nice job, Maestro, overruling well coach you. who must have thought that the Cardinals just got to their Super Bowl by skipping it. <laughs> oh, oh my God, I forgot about them <laughs> with Kurt Warner. All right, never mind. Only it's one AFC right. team has never appeared in the AFC Championship game. Name them. Only one team has not. Yep. Boy, I feel bad for them. It's got to be um, shit. AFC. Maybe the. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. the Texans because we just said they showed up and won. Did we? Did we no. say that? Yeah, I thought that you was, said that. That, that was going to be my guess. No, I believe we said uh, they had never lost the game, which is in fact accurate. Oh, so then they never showed up there. Yeah, that is correct. That it is, is Houston, Texas. I was going to say that I don't remember them ever getting there. It's kind of like neither of those were trick questions, but put together they formed a trick. They question. do. So good. Nice so, writing. That's a good one. Well done. All right. I love this next question. I bet you do. I think I think Meister has a good chance of getting this. All right. So it's you listening, Meister? Are you still with us? Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, it helps if you play a couple chords or something. Go ahead. All right. Of all the teams that have appeared in conference championship games, only two team nicknames are no longer in use. Can you name them? I know one. The Oilers. That's one. And the second one would be the Red. That's two. Nice job, coach. <laughs> well done. Thank you. I totally forgot about the Washington team. Which NFC team has the most appearances in the NFC Championship game without a loss? Without a loss. So the most appearances yeah. without a loss. Hmm. Mm. Boy, somebody uh, weird like the Buccaneers. He wouldn't ooh. put it in there if it was like San Francisco. It's got to be. This a- one was surprising to me. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, NFC team. Is it? I'm thinking it's like Philly or the Giants or one of those teams. It's they not had that Philly. heyday. I was going to say yeah. that maybe the Washington football team. I'm going to say the Giants. Is that your final answer? No. What's, what are you saying, Maestro? You said Tampa Bay right off the bat. I, I said Tampa Bay off the bat because I thought that that would be something that, that BMOC Then Then pick. go with that because I like your your gut feeling on that. It is the New York football Giants. Ah, that was, was my, that was the one. Yeah, Why did you my, go yeah. 
Think about that. They went in 86, 90, 2000, 2007, and 2011, and they won all five of those games. Oh, that's, that's, wow. Okay. You're right. Okay. There are two active NFC teams that have the longest drought without appearing in the championship game. Can you name them? Mm, NFC, longest drought. I'm going to say the Bears. Oh, the Bears? It's been, well, they actually made one. Ooh. Wait, what was the question, BMC? The longest drought without, without even appearing. getting into the playoffs? Without getting into the championship game. Oh, championship, championship game. game. Okay. This is championship game trivia. Oh, okay. So all of the questions just to read. Just on championships, so not playoffs. Championship. Oh, I would see, I was thinking playoffs. I'm sorry. But that's all right. My I'm so medium it didn't really matter. It's okay. Uh, NFC. Longest drought to the championship. You guys got eight here. You gotta okay, finish God. strong. We gotta finish strong. Um, um NFC my What are you thinking, Maestro? See, I wish I had a. I need it's a been a long it. time since we've seen the Vikings there, but um, I know they got there with Favre that one year, but I don't know how deep they. Favre, Favre. Let me uh, throw a hint. Ooh, uh, Detroit Lions. Oh yes, Ooh. nice Maestro. That's one of them. Okay. How many do we have to get? Uh, two. Okay. And our NFC. Okay. And me... here's what's crazy: the Detroit drought is 29 years, and they played the other team. Oh, they did. 29 years ago. So 29 years ago, on a night just like tonight, the Detroit Lions took the field in the NFC Championship game against... Oh, it's got to be the Washington football team. That is correct. Yes. And you guys just hit 10, so you have hit the over-under. We have two questions left. Can you break it? Are you ready? We got to break it. I'm ready. The AFC Championship game in 1982... Had 51.6 million viewers. Was last year's AFC championship more or less than this number? 56 million so viewers. Played, last who, year's. Uh, coach, it's 51.6. 51.6. So last okay. year's, what was playoff? Was, uh, was that was, Kansas that was City? the Bills, Kansas City? Was it more or less? You'd think just population wise, it would be more, but. I want to this say is an interesting year's... question. So my guess is that it's going to be less. I'm going to go with what Maestro said. You are correct. It was 41.8 million. Wow. It is interesting. Bigger population, but bigger media landscape, if you think about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In 82, you had what, three channels? That was it. We all were One was showing the NFC? I was yeah. watching it. Oh. All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. I want to finish strong. Last question here, and if you get them both, I'll give you a two instead of one. These two NFC teams have met in the championship game six times. The NFC championship game. Yeah, they played each other six times in the NFC championship game. It's got to be San Fran and the Cowboys, right? That was my first guess, but because I remember, obviously, oof. Could be. I mean, think back. So, who were the giant? Who would the Giants play before? The Giants would play in like when they went all those times. Mm-hmm. God, I feel like they played. They played Dallas. Would they though? Remember Dallas? 
But they're in the in same. The 80s, aren't they in, in the, the 80s same and 90s? Da- Dallas, remember Dallas had their run in the 90s. Yeah, New York had their the, run in the eight. Oh yeah, but they're in the same division though. If it's a division, you were saying San. You said San Francisco, Dallas. I, that was probably my first guess. Trust your gut. I'm going with go. San Francisco, Dallas. Yeah. That is correct. Thank you. <laughs> I had to put you out of your misery Thank there. You. Yeah, Maestro is right. They have met uh, in the NFC Championship game 1970, 1971, 1981, and then 92, 93, and 94. Dang. So that was Championship Weekend Trivia. You guys with 13 points. Nice. Hope you bet the over on Coach and Maestro. Their Championship Game Week stuff is strong. Can you believe you learned that, Coach? That's impressive. He's, that he's a bright young man. He's going places. All right. We have some important business here. All right, where are we at, Coach? What's going on with uh, with our wagers with your brother? I, okay, so last I, I listened week, to last week's show, and I think Maestro had a good idea. Let's get all our money, and then once sports wagering is legal in Ohio, uh, which is January 2023, we'll go crazy with it. We're just going to blow it away. Uh, so we, we gave him a choice. He picked uh, the Kansas City Bills game, and he took the Bills minus two and a half. We bet $25, and he lost. So we are now up $125. $125. Now, here's what I'm was it did he pick the game? Yeah, man, he's your brother. I don't remember. So I don't uh, know if it's our turn or his turn. I think it's our turn to offer up a game. Okay. So what do we want to pick? Which game? And either of these games I'd be fine with offering. Maestro, what do you, which one do you like? Sorry, I stepped away for another brewski. Yes, you did. Or, 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 hear me out. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We could wait on the Pro Bowl. <laughs> Put it all on the Pro Bowl? Double Put it up? Yeah. You know how I love that Pro Bowl. Oh, my God, I love the it. Pro Bowl's amazing. So good. Watch Tyler. So we're, talk, we're talking EPL? because everybody else says they're not coming. What? So we're betting on EPL or NHL? What are we talking about? I think it's got to stay football. Yeah, I think we stay football. We're doing so well. I th- let's ask him which of the two games he wants to bet on. You're going to give him the choice. Is he watching yeah. these games? Oh yeah, yeah. He's brother. He's watching. He's got no college football to watch. What's he gonna What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? All right, his choice. I I don't know. I mean, I the, my point is I'm okay with either game. I. All right. I, I like the Niners Rams game a little better than the Bengals KC. I, I do too. I would, I would that, probably that spreads say, tight. I don't know. It's, it's weird. I don't, I don't feel great about my picks, so. but let, we'll let him choose. I mean, he's okay. throwing this down a hundy. So hundy two hundred five. Mm-hmm. All right. So I will throw out either game. And then, uh, and, and then is, well, I guess it will be his choice as how much he wants to wager. Yeah. Okay. And, All right. Uh, we'll see where he goes with it. Do you think he'll go big? He's been known to. 
Oh, man. Okay. Like, I could see him landed out on the table and said, double or nothing, let's go. I want to be clean oh before the Super Bowl. Are we going to take it? When a man has his choice of bets and you you got to you got to take what he sends. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Know okay. What I'm saying? Like if we're giving him I'm the going, choice. I'll say we should say 50. That way we got a little bit of skin. It's going to take us below 100, but and he can Okay. Okay, so say either game oh brought us God, for 50. Did you bucks. just hear what number you said? We're betting 50. <laughs> I know, we used to bet 5. Oh my God. I know he's got us right where he wants us. I know he does. This is just this is the color of money, and we're Tom Cruise, and we're getting hoodwinked by, by what's his name, Paul Newman. Send the bet, coach. On the table. Oh yeah, let's do this. All right, as coach sends that bet off, and hopefully we'll get a notification before the end of the show. We're going to update you guys. Uh, we actually keep track of our picks to see how we do, and that way it quantifies with actual math how smart we are about sports. We call this segment. All right, scoreboard update. And uh, last week we had divisional round picks. We were picking uh, two against the spread, two over unders, and BMOC's run of two solid weeks came to a screeching halt. He went one of four. Only Cincinnati came through for him. Maestro, though, returning to form with a strong three out of four. Only the Green Bay game, which uh, all of us picked and all of us got wrong and none of us really discussed uh, very much tonight. Nice three out of four there. Coach also matching him at three out of four. Actually, Coach, you had two out of four as I look at this because you picked Tampa Bay and Green Bay. So sorry. Oh yes, 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 yes. I like how he never checks. Especially I never look at this. Got points. I think if that happened every week where we it, gave him an extra point, no. Then Please. look at that. Look, look at how the. Let's just. I let's never just take I never thirty look points off. The important thing is our guest picker last week, Notorious BSE, oh, was a solid O for four, and I don't think he cares because the Bengals won. I don't think he cares at all. But he went with the over in the Bengals game. They didn't quite hit that. Uh, had the under on the L.A. Rams-Tampa Bay game. Picked Green Bay. Picked Buffalo. So how's it uh, added up? Coach, you're actually 59 to 86. So that's a little bit below 69%. So you still have some work to do to hit 70% on the year. Maestro getting back closer to 60%. He's 51 out of 86. BMOC in familiar territory at 45 out of 86. And our guests fall to 46 out of 86. That was your scoreboard update. Nice. All right. Now we have a little segment in the show where we can get stuff off our chest. We call that a rant or we can clean up a mistake we made, call that a correction, or we can pass along a recommendation for some entertainment property we've consumed and think you might enjoy. And we call that a recommendation. And altogether, this segment is called Rants and Corrections. Recommendations. Coach coming back strong nice. from that migraine. Nice job there, Coach. Zopa Mike Style Maestro, you're signed up first. What you got, friend? Uh, I just wanted to say. You would. Actually, it's not even really a rant. It's like a rant, but it's also a uh, a, a thank you. I wanted to thank Coach for reaching out to me, inviting me down to that game on Friday. It's weird. I'd been texting BMOC all day about work stuff. But never fucking heard from him about this game. So my rant is, just because I don't have a daughter that's partying down at OU 
doesn't mean I don't get an invite from the BMOC. And you know what looks looks like what happened? They lost. You know why? Because I wasn't there. Because when all three of us are together in the wintertime watching the Bobcats in the convo, we win. Am I right? Am I wrong? All right. Uh, fair criticism there. I think you're right. We, the Bobcats are better when the three of us are together. Uh, and uh, I did say, uh, Coach, why don't you text Maestro? He did. <laughs> because I was I was busy getting hammered by my wife for attempting to plan a last-minute event. <laughs> I kind of figured, but it was still worthy of a rant, right? It totally was. So it, was. it totally was. And, and, and I will say this, too. Uh, I, I think Coach had a pretty good idea. Uh, when we were there, he's like, when we're going down for the Miami game, the three of us are going uh, cheese hats with big mustaches. <laughs> the big cheese. Big cheese has a nice stash going. I think that's going to just power us up there. So fair rant. Uh, Start growing them now. So, uh, and, and uh, you were missed. That's uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, so that uh, my company wasn't good enough. I get it. I mean, coach, coach was fine. Was I, I knew I knew completely coach, acceptable. Coach was so his text to me was so sus. It was so like out of form for him. I knew that it was like sent from you through him. Was well, what what happened here? All of a sudden, all of a sudden yeah, you coach. started ranting on him, and all of a sudden now it's like I knew it wasn't him. I knew he didn't coach, really want to do that. That coach he didn't know how to write. All right, I got to rant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it all worked out. You all have COVID now, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. I also, Meister, I also knew you were leaving uh, for Canton, so I was all like, right. "Well, <laughs> let's check with them. We got to check with them." Yeah. I was gonna send. I was gonna send the uh, the text you send me when you guys go to indie bands. That always says disclosure: colon Coach and I going to see this band tonight. <laughs> and I'm always like, thumbs up. <laughs> I knew. I knew when you said that there was a. You know, they were calling all fans to the convo that you were, it was in the, it was in the hopper that you were going to figure out a way to get down there. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but it, I mean, it blew up. That thing blew, started up uh, Friday at 10 a, 10 a.m. was when I was like, Hey, uh, coach. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't even know if uh, coach's daughter was going to be there until Friday. Mm-hmm. I'll just keep talking about it till it seems really, really awkward. <laughs> It's too too late. On the way down, Coach expressed tremendous regret over the composition of his text. My email, my text was fucking great. So Coach Coach and I had a little side bet of whether you were going to fall off the wagon, and um, you did. I did. Two to one. I did. That was a big slip up there in in dry January. I'll tell you what, first of all. I wasn't where, even going to read that. Was this. it at the convo or did you guys go to the CIA? No. no First of all, at the convo, no, no concessions. Water so. So. so we went to, to B-dubs afterwards and it's not crowded at all, but you know, it's college town service. Oh God. And so I, I ordered an alcohol free beer <laughs> and then she was gone for like half an hour. <laughs> she comes back and is like, we're looking all over the back trying to find one. of <laughs> You're like, Fine. The universe wanted me to have a PBR, so I had to, I had to obey. Because I don't know if what I have on this list is a rant or a recommendation or a correction. Can I still talk about it? Yes, can, of course. Can, can I ask one more question about yeah. about your trip down there? Your fabulous yeah. trip. Um, did you get Miller's chicken? It no, was it's closed. Yeah, yeah. 
I wish. Why is it closed? They closed at like seven o'clock. The game was at and six. We, oh, you got yeah. there just in time for the game. I got you. Just yeah. in time. Got just in time. So did you get some bad nachos? Hot dogs? No, again, nothing. again no, there were no concessions. Oh, no, we, nothing. Maybe Maestro should take notes during the show. That'll be better. I'm getting a little worried about his brain there. Mm. All right. Yes. So here's the thing. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, I, you know, we're at OU. I, I've been trying to think uh, as my kids are in college. Did you get any candy or soda pop? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they didn't have any concessions. <laughs> is that concessions? Is there two S's in that? Oh, my God. There's a C. Oh, man. I'm having a hell of a night. This is amazing. Okay. Go All right, BMOC, what's your rant correction or recommendation? It's it's just a weird thing that happened. Like, I'm trying to figure out when I actually did work in college, and I cannot remember doing it, okay? I never saw uh, you work. How, how does that make you feel? Right? I must have, right? But so I do remember, I used to go to the library, and as soon as I'd get to this table on the second floor, I would fall asleep. And then, like, I'd sleep for half an hour, and then I'd get up and be able to study or whatever. But, like... Every single time. I don't know if it was the room or whatever. And I started thinking, I should start to bring a pillow. I mean, there's no point for me to be uncomfortable for this half an hour. I always fall asleep here. And then, like in the early 2000s, I'm flying somewhere. And in the Sky Mall catalog, they have this weird pillow. It's called an ostrich pillow. And basically, your whole head goes inside of it. And it's for sleeping on a table. Oh, it's I've a weird second thing. Yeah. And I was like, that... That would have been perfect for when I used to go and study at the library in college. Uh, so because I've been thinking about it, I was thinking about the ostrich pillow this week. And then I had a dream Study, about studies it. Studies in quotes, right? Airport. You're going to love that I'm telling this story, Maestro, because this will be excellent uh, visual for the slate. I had a dream about the ostrich pillow. Uh, and then this is where it gets weird because the next day I checked Facebook and there was an ad for it. No way. Way. They're reading your mind. I I don't even know what to do with I don't, this information. What do you do with that? That I can't even like is, does, process that. Did I somewhere like click? I agree to let Facebook have the content of my dreams. <laughs> you had to have. I must. Or you have. said it out loud. You verbalized it. I must have. We didn't talk about the ostrich pillow no, on we that did trip, not. did we? No. no, not that I recall. I yeah, don't recall most things. All right. All right, coach. You got anything for this segment? No, I'm good. You guys took up most of the time. All right, then it's time. <laughs> two minute That's right, there's three of us. We each get two takes. Each take is 20 seconds. You add that up, it's two minutes and only two minutes. It's never gone over in the history of the show. Maestro, are you ready? You are going first tonight. I think I'm ready. Let's go. Your two minute drill starts now. All right, you guys know who Sean Payton is. Heard of him. He uh, he's stepping down at the Saints. He's tired. Quitter. He's sick of it. Quitter, quitter. He's had a good run there. I don't know yeah. why. Is he he's quitting just because he's tired? No, I don't think he's gonna suck. I don't think he's come out and said. I, but I think maybe he's just sick of being there. I don't know. These yeah. he's been there a long time. He's been there a long time. It's One no Super fun Bowl since Drew left. No, not fun. All right, Drew. Come back, Drew. <laughs> Do you think that they sent out an email to to all the Saints that said uh, uh, Coach Payton has decided to move on to spend more time with his family? Please note the lack of years of dedicated service and horror. <laughs> Coach, what do you got? Uh, 
So today, uh, Barry Bonds, along with Clemens and Sosa and McGuire, I think it's maybe all of them, were officially, they had their last go on the Hall of Fame and they were, did not make it. Spoiler alert. And, and, and many years beyond this, I thought that, well, yeah, that's the way it should be. But now I'm kind of thinking um, maybe we're just being a little bit, uh, we're just being grumpy people and spiteful. And I, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he juiced up. If he would have never played another inning when he left the Pirates, he would, he, he's a Hall of Famer. I think they they need to get past this punishment, this lifetime punishment for these baseball players. I mean, O.J. Simpson is in the Hall of Fame. We're yeah. pretty sure we know what he did. Um, and seeing some I think sanctimonious is that the word you're looking for? Coach? Yes, it's just it's it's just dumb now. Like I I might, I know I've said it before. Like never let him in. Now I'm thinking, I don't care. He's the greatest hitter, not named Pete Rose, who's not in, or not named uh, Ty Cobb, or. Uh, it's like it, it's like we should have thing. another. No, but, Hall no, but of I'm fame. saying, but he's one of the he's the greatest hitter that we we'll, we ever saw in our lifetime. Maybe I mean, we need to Tony open Quinn up is our, great, but what's that? We need to open up our own Hall of Fame of the just the guys that didn't get in that should have for yeah. <laughs> questionable I think reasons. We should. That's called the questionable Hall of Fame, the QHOF. I don't know. I'm just it. It's maybe they just put a 15 year or 20 year ban, or he gets in when he's dead. They're like, look, we'll put you in, but you got to be dead. I don't know. It's just weird now. Now it just sounds they just make, they're coming off as petty. Baseball, you're not yeah. looking good. I mean, the list too of of people who have here here. It's so weird. The Hall of Fame, first of all, right? Who's voting? Do you guys all know? It's the Baseball Writers Association. I mean, it has nothing to do. It's not like Major League I know Baseball. That. You know what I mean? It's I like this weird thing they came up with. That's weird. Lots of players that should be in there. Uh, Dale Murphy not in there. I know that. Roger Maris not in there. It's wrong. Joe Jackson, right? Uh, but it's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Performance, right? I know. And so it's like you can't just look at stat lines. But I think you're right. But I also think I feel like those guys will get in on Veterans Committee votes probably years from now, right? I, Which is like. I hope so. Like it's almost like if they know that and there's a wink, wink and a nod and they're going to get in, that's fine. But I don't know. Yep. Yep. Did, uh, did I tell you guys what's going on there uh, in Cooperstown, New York during the Super Bowl? Tell me. Oh, please do. Yeah. I do know. Tell Go us. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so the documentary film that I have been writing and producing, uh, there's going to be a 30-second commercial for it Ooh, uh, during the Super Bowl in Cooperstown, New York. Noise. I've, awesome. I've seen the commercial. It's it's awesome. It's good. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's the first uh, first uh, Super Bowl commercial I've ever written, and uh, maybe the third commercial all time. I'm I haven't seen. It. I didn't get a link or anything, but that that'll be my rant for next week. That'll be next week's rant. <laughs> time. All right, BMOC. Oh, Aoka Lee. You guys know who that is. She plays for the Kansas State Wildcats. Oh yeah. She set an NCAA women's single game scoring record with 61 points. And you're probably thinking, like, oh, what were they playing like? A D3 school. No, they're playing Oklahoma. Noise. She dropped 61 on Oklahoma. That's awesome. Anytime I can lift up a Kansas State Wildcat, I will. As they say, hashtag EPAW, which means every person a Wildcat. Time. Nice Solid. All right. So the Olympics are coming up, as you know, the Winter Olympics. And uh, I just wanted to, I, heard, I saw some bad news today. 
Women's top downhill skier, Breezy Johnson, blew out her knee in a a warm-up event, and so she is out. So that was a big bummer because she is awesome. So Ooh. I was I was bummed. That happens yeah. a lot in downhill racing. It does. Knees. It does. They always blow out their knees. Ugh. So breezy is not I so am, breezy. Not so breezy. I think that name Breezy's having a bit of a comeback. I've heard three or four breezies lately. No way. Really? Yeah, way. 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 Yeah. Wow. I mean, not that I personally know them like I've heard of breezies and the, they tend to be athletes. Breezy. Hmm. Okay. Coach, what do you got? Okay, so um crypto. Uh, cryptocurrency. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Crypto, crypto. Uh, yeah, I, I've been all in Matt, since '04. Is Matt that Damon what Matt Damon? Yes. So uh, several athletes have been taking uh, portions of their pay, or they've been taking some uh, of their endorsement money in pay in crypto, which is fine. Like Aaron Rodgers, who we all, yeah, never mind. Um, he's taking a portion of his in crypto. But uh, OBJ, when he got released and picked up by the Rams, he took his entire salary in crypto. Which I don't know if you guys have been following, but uh, when he got it, the cryptocurrency was worth $63,750 per unit. I don't know what it is, but it took a huge drop and it's worth half that at $37,000. So this thing is so volatile. Mm -hmm. And my whole point is OBJ's, he has nothing to worry about. He could lose, it could go down to zero and he's fine. Cryptocurrency is... Everybody's like, you got to get into crypto and, and, and it's that volatility. Like it's only there for these Uber athletes and these, these and dabblers dabblers. It, yeah. it, can you imagine if that was like us? <laughs> We're like, yeah, I'll take my, my salary in crypto. And they're like, uh, it's, it's worth half now. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do with that? Uh, it's, it's like it's bologna sandwiches for the rest of the yeah, year. Fellas. Just wait on it. In seven years, it'll probably be worth twice that. Just, just to just to clarify, I mean, OG, he took it. He took it. So there's lots of cryptocurrencies. He took it in Bitcoin, which is the first and probably the best known, uh, which did lose half its value. But I guarantee will will pay off for him tenfold over the next few years. Right, but 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 who knows where that's going? Because like right now, it's it it's first of all, at some point, at some point, the government's got to get involved with it, which is going to change it completely. Like I'm saying, it's uh, a volatile market. Yeah, I, like no, no, I'm, I'm just astounded at, at your ignorance of how cryptocurrency works. It's actually designed so that no government can control it. It's completely. I know that, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you can you can be naive and easy you too. Easy it's, you it's, too. No way that's going to stay. Yeah. And uh, I'm also will, telling you, will. like it's it's only funny money for the people that are at the upper crust. That's Here's what I will say. I think you're right. Yes, he doesn't need the money. But cryptocurrency is not an investment. It's a wager. It's just like yeah, I know. wagering. It's a bet. A, you're, you know what I mean? It's, it's a bet it's, that it's going to go it's a It's a very volatile stock almost that, you're, you, yeah. that you own that will go up and down. It's got and me you have thinking, to be able to live the tide. It's got me thinking about our bread with butter. Let's put it in Bitcoin. Our bread with Bitcoin. I prefer Ethereum. That's where my money is right uh, now. Mine's all in Dogecoin. Uh, those coins are right, but mine's mostly in ether. I'm uh, I'm betting in algorithms right now. I actually, uh, coach, and you cut me off because right after the Super Bowl season five opener is the announcement of BMOC coin. <laughs> oh, it's going to do huge! It's going to be huge. It's just so, it's yeah. just BMO coin, right? Yeah, that's right. And so when BMO coin comes out, that's how you guys will get paid for the show. That's how our sponsors will pay. It's going to be all BMO coin. Wait, we get paid. It's going to be a win. Yes. 
Gonna be open. All right, BMOC, what's your last uh, two minutes? But coach, are you saying he shouldn't have done that, or like, no, no, haha, no. that I, happened? To I, him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm just saying those are not options for normal people. That was my whole point. My, I understand. What I'm saying. Yeah, you is, can't go to your principal and say, "Can you guys pay right, me?" Right, and I'm Bitcoin just saying a normal person can't live through that yeah. volatility. I think crypto is it's an amazing concept, but it's a concept for the one percenters. That's what I mean, I'm saying. Hanks, Hanks threw a couple mil at it. We just mess around with it. It's funny. throw around. You guys have Hanks, that kind of, you know. You I, I, I'll tell you what. I, I, I got hired in 2015 to write a white paper about Bitcoin for a client. And it was like at $530 a Bitcoin. And I was like, I should just put, I should buy a couple of these. Uh, you should have told right. us. Instead, I'm here doing the show with you guys. All right. You guys might have saw this. A lot of baseball here in the two-minute drill. We're coming up on two minutes. I better get this out. The robot umpire's been called up to AAA. They are going to be using the robot umps to call balls and strikes in AAA baseball. Is that going to be in every ballpark? Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, they are right now advertising, looking for part-time seasonal help to run the robot umpire. <gasps> yes. So... Uh, I think, and the, the only reason I brought this up is, I know we did a show on it, but I feel like we need to come up with a whole new series of insults for a robot empire. Because, you know, with a human ump, you're like, what are you doing, Blue? What game are you watching? Mm-hmm. So I want you guys to think on that. We'll come up with that. Okay. It'll be a funny bit in a future that's show. That's going to be great. awesome. All right, fellas, that's the two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. This show was toy and started to unravel there at the end. Sorry, uh, sorry for jumping on your back about crypto there, Coach. That's all right. I don't know what's going on with me, man. It's just I'm a dark and bitter man. <laughs> there being no other sports. We're talking about white papers. Fit to you must get the race in a medium sort of way. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus. By the way, did you guys? I just read a study that said that people talk today like 15% faster than people in the 50s talked. Really? I can't believe that. Yeah. Like if we played this show for somebody in 1950, their head would explode. They'd be like, why is he talking so fast? What about the 20s? You know, you watch those movies from the 20s and they're all talking about it. That's because they they had to talk fast. They didn't have a lot of film. (laughs) It is true. Hell, in the beginning, they couldn't even talk at all. Wishing you all good times, everybody. Good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at sportwednesday, that's sport with no s, Wednesday, and on Instagram at sportswednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop.
Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.